the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. All right. Well, you gonna uh, you gonna clap so you know where to razor cut? Uh, no, no, it's Should fine. we just do like a five count? I'm just gonna kill the whole first ten minutes of the show. That's probably a good idea. I'm just writing it down. So at this point. All right, <laughs> new year, new year, new format. Hello, everyone. Same us. We're gonna. Uh, we've decided to to put dick news in the back of the show, You're and it wouldn't be the first the back, time huh? that we've put the dick in the back. Uh, for some of us, it would. Anyway, uh, enough terrible jokes and puns. Uh, the first thing I want to do, uh, because it's the new year and we've got some new patrons, is I want to thank Monica, Quano Man, Carrie, Dennis, David, Revenant, you glorious bastard, and Michael Huss for their donations. Uh, we really appreciate it. You're helping us keep the show running. Did you say Quano Man? Quano Man. He, uh, he's a, he follows me on Twitter, too. He's a cool guy. He's really funny. I just was trying to make sure that that was the, the name. I they said guano. Right. Well, I I heard bat poop, and I was like, "Can we try this again?" Guano balls. Collect the whole set. Yep. That's and where just we all to know be guano. And just, <laughs> and just to be clear, David is our longest standing uh, uh, patron. So, David, thank it's you. It's because he forgot that he was actually. Cheers, <laughs> it is a sm- this podcast would be broke without my David. <laughs> I'm just glad. I'm just. Glad. <laughs> I'm just glad it's a small enough donation that he hasn't noticed that uh, he's still paying it. Um, but <laughs> so thank you so much for uh, for helping us with the show. Uh, frankly, Where's it Jeff helps Goldblum me when you need in my wallet because otherwise I would have to pay for it. Um, but yeah, so Dick News is going to be at the end of the show now. And if you don't like that, uh, message us on Twitter. Uh, leave a reply when we drop the show and let us know how you feel about it. Um, but we feel like maybe you tuned in for the topic and not us talking about some glorious hogs. Um, so, there are some not so glorious hogs in Dick News. There have too. been That's some really, really terrible bloody hogs, actually. Frankly, or hogs are dangerous. By the way, I just heard from somebody in Texas that they were in their car and a fucking wild boar ran into their car and hit the door so hard that it wouldn't open. Wow! They smashed the fucking door so they couldn't open the door to their car. They had to get on the other side. Did the boar die? It did not. Oh wow! Those things are dangerous. I had no idea how dangerous yeah, those a things wild are crazy. boar was. I kind of. I kind of don't ever want to go to Texas now. No. Why did you before? Uh, the barbecue. And the fact that you can get a gun at a 7-Eleven. Like, that's kind of attractive to me. I mean, they, they basically just, they give them out, you know, like, with a bottle of water. Like, you know, like you get yeah. buy two for $3. I don't want to hurt anyone. I just miss having one, you know? <laughs> it's like the way it feels in my hand. When you sleep with a 9 millimeter next to your head for a year, you kind of miss it. Or you're sad. Yeah. Plus, the gun oil helped, helped me masturbate. Made it a little bit easier. Very smooth glide on that. And then afterwards, you kind of smell like a... Uh, Gun oil. Well, yeah. no, It's it's <laughs> a very unique odor. It's like pulling into a uh, Valvoline. It's a great smell. I imagine it smells like a swimming pool and... <laughs> <laughs> afterwards, it smells like a Valvoline got moved into an indoor swimming pool. You know, sometimes I do miss using a gun, but like I, I really didn't care for the taste. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> I don't know that we can. Uh, I don't know that we can. And so, uh, with that joke that I'm probably going to have to edit out, welcome back <laughs> to the it. Citizens Guide to the Supernormal. This is episode 26, False Flags. Yes. So this episode, we're going to cover a couple of different stories about false flags. Um, and uh, they should be fun. So anyway, um, welcome back to the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. This is a podcast dedicated to the weird, unexplained in all things sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable. 
like finding out your first kiss of the new year, was a woman wearing a NASA diaper in Times Square. I bet you there was more than one of those. <laughs> so many. Who do you think the first person was like volunteered to fucking wear a diaper in New York? I just love that they don't have porta potties like they, where they just like no one has to pee ever. None of these people who are consuming copious amounts of alcohol from 9 a.m. on will ever have to pee. Was it just easier for the, Well, I know they rela- relaxed the laws, so now you could just piss wherever you want in New York. So I think maybe they were just like, you know what? We'll just uh, hose it off later. Or a whole bunch of Billy Madisons being like, I'm the coolest guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Maybe the mayor in New York, just he's like really into water sports. You think he's just like at home, like beating off, knowing that a bunch of people are holding their pee right there? I bet he is. Imagine the noise afterwards. Uh, how many toilets do you think flush at like twelve thirty <laughs> in New York City? All right, all of them. a magical point right before midnight where all the toilets sync up. <laughs> 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 if you listen for it, you see God for a moment. <laughs> You can hear the collective sound of a man's hand on the wall above a urinal. And then every guy in the entire city going, ugh. It's just, it's just one, the city just gives one collective groan heard across the world. <laughs> oh, look, it's midnight in New York, honey. Ugh. And for a brief moment, the ocean level rises two feet. Five, four, who the fuck ate asparagus? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, my name is Saj, and with me is Maynard, and joining us, as usual, is our dedicated whatever Jordan's calling himself tonight. Uh, you can find Just us Jordan, on Twitter. I'm at Bastard Prophet. Maynard is at Maynard Rules, and Jordan is at CG Super Jordan. With us also, back by popular demand of one Twitter user, is the Jesse Miles. I'm pretty sure that one Twitter user was him, actually. He's yeah, at the Jesse Miles, uh, not to be confused with. Ye old Jesse Miles. <laughs> Ye old Jesse Miles still on. The, as in like the, like, I love how, like two how I feel for the. He's, <laughs> a, he's an old timey gift shop spelled with two P's and another E. I, I believe the Jesse Miles was a, uh, was a take on Jesse's comedy from the point of view of William Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, where far art thou, punchline? So, um, in honor of recording with you guys again, I took a fistful of muscle relaxers. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, certainly won't be the last. Uh, and you can follow the show at C underscore G underscore Supernormal. Uh, let's see, what else? What else is going on? Uh, oh, you could check out some of Jesse's stand up on YouTube. What's your YouTube URL? Uh, YouTube.com slash Jesse Miles. Yahtzee. So, uh, follow him there. And you should all f- also follow our host at Branded underscore Sports or check out their website at TheBrandedSports.com. They have some great podcasts on there. I didn't get to go to the fucking Peach Bowl, but whatever. I won't hold that against them. And uh, their articles are pretty goddamn funny most of the time. Just kidding. All the time. Just kidding. Uh, if you like our show, leave us a review on iTunes. We need your love. And if you really, really like our show, you can help support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Destroyer or... If you're super sexy, you can go into my Twitter profile, click on all my links. I got Cash App, Venmo. However you want to give me money is going to be nice for me um, because we have to pay for the show, and it costs money. And if you don't like the show, I hope one of your family members gets sick. <laughs> <laughs> that was not uh, – that is not – I speak for the show. 
claims we, not backed by we, science. We, yeah, we never gave him the authority <laughs> to say that. So anyway, your subscriptions and donations will help us make some great content in the future. And finally, if you have questions, comments, you can email us directly at citizensguidepodcast at gmail.com or you can message any one of the cast members except Jesse because if you message him, you're just going to get um, the pictures that he usually sends on Tinder to his pocket monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And and now now it's all out. <laughs> so there's a game. <laughs> all right, gang. Now that that's out of the way, buckle up. Sarge has a story. You spilt a little bit on your hand. There. I'm okay with it. It wouldn't be the first time I've spilt a little bit on my hand. The year was 1898. Famous sharpshooter Annie Oakley offered the services of 50 female shooters to fight with the U.S. military. Fearing menstruation-related bear attacks, then-President William McKinley politely declined. First William Bukaki film ever. <laughs> it's reverse Bukaki. Yeah. But instead of squirting, it's just like bullets coming out. <laughs> if a ghost is the one coming, it's a Bukaki. <laughs> Where were you on a Halloween episode? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, William Ramsey and Morris Travis discover neon, and suddenly frat house bedrooms across America become just a little more trashy. The U.S. annexes Hawaii, and 122 years later, Delcy Gabbard makes us want to reconsider. Present. Adventurer Joshua, Slo- <laughs> Adventurer Joshua Slocum finished his three-year circumnavigation of the world. And his first act after reaching dry land was to wash 300 pounds of shame socks. And finally, at 9.40 p.m. on February 15th... (laughs) It was a slow burn. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) I fucking can't. (laughs) I'm only laughing because you're laughing. How did you make it across? The, how did you make it across the world? It was, it was a lot of lonely nights. I met a stranger once. How he patched the boat. <laughs> yeah, you could say it's cocking compound. That's fine. <laughs> this one's called Brittany Sock. Why does your boat smell like bleach? <laughs> it's an extra white boat. It's weird because when it started out, it was brown. <laughs> it's really, really strange that that sock is standing by itself. Holy shit, that's a lot of seagull shit in the deck of your ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was seagulls yeah. the whole That's exactly what it is. It was weird. So Fucking many seagulls. Birds. And they, they also did it in some of my magazines. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just, we riffed for about over a minute <laughs> on just coming on a boat by yourself. That was good. Good job, everyone. Our parents would be proud if they listened to this, but they don't know how to use a computer, so we're good. And finally, at 9.40 p.m. on February 15th, 1898, the USS Maine was docked in Havana Harbor in Cuba. When, uh, and this is a direct quote. Was it dry docked or space docked? Very important. (laughs) (laughs) We need to know. When some explosions happened. So space docked. (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe docked in Cuba is uh, one of those ones that's got to go into uh, Urban Dictionary. Actually, I watched that movie. It's way different than you think it was. <laughs> <laughs> False docked advertising, I assume. Docked in Cuba. Docked I was like, in Cuba. Oh, a boat documentary. Minnesotan, do it for us. Um, so shit was already tense between the U.S. and Spain during a, due to a combination of Spain being dicks to the Cubans and Americans losing their money due to conflicts between Cuban insurgents and Spanish colonial powers. Naturally... America didn't have so much of a problem with colonizing people, but they preferred to be the ones doing it. The whole reason the USS Maine was in Cuba 
was to protect U.S. citizens and property from skirmishes between Cubans and the Spanish. On December 9th, the Spanish ambassador basically called then-President uh, McKinley weak and a popularity hunter. Because this was back when people still had shame, this caused that minister to resign, and he was immediately hired. And he wasn't immediately hired as a contributor to Fox News. So good job there. This slip of the tongue ratcheted up tensions even further. Six days later, the sinking of the USS Maine led to newspapers doing exactly zero fact-checking and calling for a war, with headlines like "Spanish treachery" and uh, "Destruction of warship Maine was the work of an enemy" because they were a little wordier back then. <laughs> <laughs> You looked like you were going to go somewhere after that. You wordier back then. No, I, I, I thought going. you were going to say something. No. So I was like, oh, yes, Maynard? No, um, no I, I just laughed at the word wordier. So here we are, 122 years later, and little has changed. The story they ran with was that the USS Maine was blown up by a Spanish mine. The U.S. Navy followed suit with a formal inquest, also blaming a Spanish mine. Not to be confer- uh, confused with a Spanish mine, which would have been shot on sight. Uh, by May 1st, 1898, the U.S. started fighting in Spain, fighting Spain in Manila in the Philippines. And by August 12th, all the fighting was over and Spain gave up. While both countries' armies weren't exactly formidable, the U.S. Navy was leaps and bounds ahead of Spain. In four months, the young United States beat was what was once one of the greatest naval powers on Earth. Okay, so we can talk about Roosevelt's Rough Riders and the U.S. Navy beating Spain like a drum, but this isn't American history, tellers. This is Citizen's Guide to the Motherfucking Supernormal. You came here for weird and sticky, and I got you covered. Literally. Recently, divers checked the USS Maine and discovered that the blast uh, that sunk the ship was internal. Whoa. So that means that the blast damage was inside the house. Because I remember the babysitter. Do you know where the children are? Inside the house. So yeah, the blast. I wish you guys would stop making that joke. I just blew up the <laughs> the bottom of the boat. I mean hell. So the blast came from the bowels of the ship. Insert fat joke here. Out of four hundred sailors, two hundred and sixty died. This is a fact. What wasn't known at the time was what had done the boom. That didn't stop reporters from writing whatever the fuck they wanted. Joe Pulitzer's New York it was World. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, man, I still have the same reaction when I drink taco, when I eat Taco Bell. <laughs> when I drink Taco Bell, same difference. <laughs> yeah, same That's difference. why they <laughs> thought it was Spanish. It comes out a liquid. Flew anyway. it in, flew it out. <laughs> anyway, uh, Joe Pulitzer's New York World said it was a torpedo. Point of order back in the day, torpedoes were a catch-all term for underwater explosives. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it was a torpedo. It's more in line with the mine that I had mentioned earlier. Uh, eternal piece of shit, William Randolph Hearst, New York Journal, doubled down and even offered a massive $5,000 reward for anybody who could provide proof that the Spanish were involved. So, while war with Spain was probably inevitable, these two dipshits were definitely major factors in driving the U.S. to war as quickly as it went. Now, this conspiracy has two layers. One could suggest that due to U.S. interest in Cuba, in the sugar industry most specifically, both men were just trying to sell papers and help their rich industry friends staunch the cash hemorrhage. The other conspiracy is way more fucked up and actually a little bit believable after I started doing some digging. Some have suggested that Hearst himself is actually directly responsible for the USS Maine's internal explosion. So in, uh, I think it was 2015, on Valentine's Day, divers actually went down to the USS Maine and that's how they discovered the, uh, the explosion was internal. But I'm willing to bet if you talk to some of those 260 sailors that uh, survived... I'm sorry, uh, what was it, 140 sailors that survived? They probably would have been like, no, it came from inside the ship. 
but uh, we don't know, and uh, they didn't know back then. <clears throat> but, you know, in the absence of fact, you just blame the Spanish, apparently. Side note, two single divers <laughs> looking for love. <laughs> All right. So, they had their um, whole Valentine's Day free to go dive <laughs> down there and explore <laughs> explosions. Oh, what do you explosions. think happened to this ship? I don't know. Maybe it died of loneliness, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I did a little digging on William Randolph Hearst, and that's kind of what brought me down this crazy rabbit hole. Hearst was a media giant. And his papers were known for printing outright lies, referred to as yellow journalism. He was Today basically referred to as Breitbart, <laughs> Fox News. <laughs> uh, what is it? There's a liberal one that's really bad. What is it? Uh, shit, I can't remember now. It's like a, I don't know. It was a Facebook page for a while. Is there something the word now in it? Because yeah, it was like <laughs> something now, but it was like also there was a one that literally said Democrats right in the title. And it was just total Was it Occupy Democrats? Yeah, that one's really bad, too. Anyway. um, So, anyway, much like uh, today's National Enquirer, it never never lets facts get in the way of a good story. Now, politically, William Randolph Hearst often played the role of a man of the people. But in practice, he only cared about winning, much like Hillary Clinton. He was famous for running for office and losing nearly every single time. His only two wins were backed by the notoriously corrupt New York political machine Tammany Hall. This was due in part to his personality, which was more like a boring version of a cursed Brooks Brothers mannequin, Jared Kushner. And his stance on Latin America was basically Trump on steroids, with her once suggesting that America should just, you know, take Mexico. And that's, that's like almost exactly what he said. He's like, there's no reason we don't just annex Mexico. It's like, oh, you know, except for all the people there that have a country and a government, but okay. But you know, when you think about it. <laughs> uh, his racism didn't stop with South American neighbors. He also hated. He also super hated the Asians. In fact, he was a huge believer that the yellow races—that's a direct quote. I did not write that myself. I did not come up with it. Um, we're on a path to destroy the whites. Now the opening of the show seems pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Many sources hang on uh, some of the blame for the Japanese internment of World War II on Hearst as well. Hearst also fucking loved Mussolini and Hitler. And his papers wrote glowing articles about both literal fucking fascists. He fucking met Hitler in 1934. But then he was like, but I told him to go easy on the Jews. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Again, that's almost basically exactly what he said. And everybody's like, no, you you probably didn't. You probably didn't say that to a world leader when you were in his house. Um, So none of this proves that Hearst blew up the main, but goddamn, it would not surprise me based on all that other stuff. Now, there's also a rumor, and I couldn't find much to back this up, so I didn't put it in here because I, I don't have a source for it. Um, however, there is a, a conspiracy theory that William Randolph Hearst was also majorly responsible for the um, criminalization of marijuana. That bastard. That son of a bee. Well, the reason How was... Long it took to the fix reason that. was it's so fucked up, too, because naturally, media of the day hung um, marijuana as a crime that black people... Th- like a thing that would trigger black people to commit crime. If you watch Reef of Madness, it's like... Oh, yeah, I thought it was that it caused white women to seek relations with black women. <laughs> well, it also caused... Part. Apparently, it also caused African-American men to rape white women. That, yeah. was, that was the whole theory behind it. But the reason why he wanted weed to be illegal is so endlessly fucked up. He apparently had a lot of money in timber mines. I mean, uh, in, in timber... Um, paper. Yeah, paper. And he wasn't making a lot of money because ch- hemp was cheaper to make paper. So he wanted hemp to be illegal, literally just so he could fucking sell more wood. Ooh, but WB Mason. I know. (laughs) 
So William Randolph Hearst is a giant piece of shit. It's, it's pretty much the war on drugs. Never fucking trust yeah. anyone with three names. He's got, in the thing, from what I read, so I compared him I to mean, Jared Kushner. Charles Lee Haley. Right, well, that's well, I compared him to Jared Kushner because of this. Never, They're movie. about the same height. They're both skinny dickheads. They both have squeaky little voices <laughs> and horrible personalities that no one gives a shit about. So he used to want to run for office, but everybody's like, dude, you're like a, like a haunted doll. <laughs> like he, has, he has no personality whatsoever. So anyway, the big conspiracy theory is that um, Hearst was responsible for the USS Maine being sunk, but the more obvious one that we do have some truth behind is that he was largely responsible for um, the Spanish-American War. And if you look at what happened when the U.S. took over the Philippines, it's pretty fucked up. Some really terrible things happened. Not that the Spanish conquest was much better, but it got real bad. We're not the nicest. We, we're not good at occupying places. No. All right. So we can um, only do a park for like a month. This was False Flags Part 1. We're going to go uh, to commercial or me just talking about stuff. And then we're going to come back for segment two where Jordan and Jesse are going to talk about the Gulf of Tonkin and Operation Northwoods. Okay. The Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. Do you need a t-shirt but don't want to look like a fucking donkey? Do you want your mug to tell you to fuck yourself every morning? Well, stop shopping at fucking Kohl's, you dildo. Go to faculties.com. These shirts are comfortable. The designs are awesome, and the customer service is pretty amazing. And I gotta tell you, the prices are great for what you're getting. I own a few of these amazing shirts, but Death Unicorn is definitely my favorite, and the favorite of this crazy Special Forces guy that I made friends with. And he's probably killed people. Anyway, up your game. Buy a shirt, and at checkout, enter the code SARGE15 to save 15%. The website is F-A-R-K-L-E. T-E-E-S dot com. So up your game and look better than your shitbag fucking neighbors. The Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. All right. Uh, so uh, we're back and we're going to talk about two fucked up things that happened in the same goddamn decade. Because the 1960s American government was fucking insane. Wait, there's only I'm, two? I'm starting to think that this isn't just a 1960s problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just when it became popular to talk about it. I learned um, so many things. So, uh, in, in that, true like, supervillain fashion. in the early 1800s, maybe? Yeah, oh, or that they God. had pictures. Jesus Christ. Who knew? <laughs> All right, so getting right back at it. Uh, we're going to talk about Operation Northwoods and the Gulf of Tonkin which are two really fascinating uh, sections of 1960s history. But it's just going to be briefly on both of them. Yeah. And just one of them was an out-and-out false flag, and one of them was a false thunderstorm, apparently. <laughs> okay, so uh, why don't you guys take it away? You're the ones who did the research on this. You know when you're wearing fleece and you go down a slide and then you like touch a person and you get shocked? That's pretty much all that happened with the Gulf of Tonkin. That's <laughs> <laughs> one guy got a static shock that... The shock that started the war. You know when your dog loses its shit at lightning and thunder? That's basically what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. If I remembered anything from Forrest Gump, is that the storms are pretty formidable in Vietnam. So I get it. I get it. It's I mean, rain sideways. came upside down. I don't know how that works. Rain, rain was up. And then he got bit by a bug or something. Yeah, uh, and then he saved his friend who didn't want to be saved. Yeah. I mean, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant ice cream. Dan. Oh, f- uh, oh, he hated him so much. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. All right, uh, so Operation Northwoods uh, was a false flag operation. 
It was part. It was part of Operation Mongoose. So many operations. Right, and Operation Mongoose was like had ten different parts, and they were all equally bad. It was, Operation, so Operation Mongoose. Mongoose. Can can you guys just quickly gloss over that because there's some hilarious parts to Operation Mongoose. Well, oh, I, yeah. my favorite part of Operation Mongoose, um, easily, easily my favorite part of Operation Mongoose was when they were like, so John Glenn is gonna go in this uh, experimental flight uh, of like an aircraft. And should, should John Glenn blow up because, you know, it's this, this, this experimental flight, what we'll do is we'll just say that the Cubans did it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was younger and I would do things that I knew I would get in trouble for. I would always just be like, it was, uh, it was Jordan. Jordan kind of, it. That's kind of like, this is kind of how it happened. And then Jordan would pass it on to my sister. And uh, it was just shit rolls downhill in a family. Yeah, now that my friends have kids, I've seen it plenty of times where two siblings, one sibling will just poke the other one for about 15 minutes until he goes, knock it the fuck off! And then he's the one that gets yelled at. Exactly, That's always, exactly always. what this is. My older brother, actually, uh, he used to try to get shit to roll downhill, but he would do such crazy shit that there's no way my parents would have bought that I did it. And then there was that one time he came home high on Robitussin. <laughs> Sarge carved my name in his forehead. Like, I don't <laughs> believe you. <laughs> Dude, that was a bad pour, by the way. That was that was not a good. I know, you, I know. You, you I'm doing work. it one-handed. What Dude, do you, you want me to tilt do? the glass? But for those of you who don't know, Operation Mongoose was just us trying to kill Fidel Castro in the most wily coyote of ways. Oh my God, it was <laughs> like a Looney Tunes. Like some of the ideas for that were uh, placing e- <laughs> placing explosives disguised as seashells on Castro's favorite beaches. <laughs> <laughs> Acme seashells, right? Uh, because Castro was just going to walk around collecting seashells like a nine-year-old girl on Cape Cod. They literally tried to do an exploding cigar. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. They, Wait, at this point, like, why not just put a fucking one of those like, squirting flowers on somebody and just like spray acid at him? There was another <laughs> one where they tried to get the mob to kill him, which is hilarious. They paid the mob to do it, and then the mob just took the money and didn't do it. <laughs> they tried to honeypot him with his mistress. They wanted to train his mistress to murder him mid-sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think my personal favorite is when they wanted to put a bomb in his toilet. <laughs> Well, I mean, you've, I've upper decked a person before. I mean, we've all been there. My favorite was their suggestion to make Castro lose credibility by trying to expose him to high levels of estrogen so his hair would fall out and he would grow breasts. They literally wanted to make him bitch tits from Fight Club. <laughs> they wanted to turn Castro into meatloaf. Oh, yeah, God. Not like dinner, but like, you know, the, the guy. The guy, yeah. 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 I would do anything for communism, but I won't do that. But while they were trying to cook up wily Coyote (laughs) Looney Tunes ways of murdering Castro, they also realized you can't do that without a reason. Like, you can't just attack a country. You can't just kill a guy. People tend to frown on that. Yeah, they're not fans. Although that was the U.S. military's first suggestion. The thing I was looking at, they were just like, uh, they they referred to the U.S. military as a hammer, and they said, to a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. (laughs) (laughs) As somebody who was in the military, that checks out. (laughs) So what they decided was to come up with... Ideas to get the United States people on the side of us attacking Cuba, which included maybe just gunning down a bunch of people with Cubans. <laughs> oh, you mean like that uh, that um, that Call of Duty that came out where you just walk around yeah, in an no airport? Russian. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, that was a little rough. Poor idea planning there. Yeah, and it's funny because it just sounds like a pitch meeting for, like, TV show ideas. Yeah, like a 1980s pitch meeting where everybody's fucking coked out. It's 2 in the morning. There's empty Chinese food containers on the counter, and the guy's like, hear me out, hear me out. An alien that eats cats. Yeah, because the, the suggestions I saw started ah! with gunning down Americans in the street, and then they're like, all right, all right that, that seems a little harsh. What if we gun down Cuban refugees? <laughs> they're like, almost well, not people. And then, and then <laughs> some guy's like, with, wait, bear wait, with me. Are they brown? Done. Yeah. What if what if we're not allowed to do that on like US streets? I got a better idea. All right, ready guys? Ready for this? There's a boatload of Cuban refugees. What if we just sink it? Yeah. <laughs> we could put mannequins on the boat and pretend it's people, or we could put people on the boat and tell everyone else it was mannequins so every they don't plan feel bad about killing them. Every plan starts with with fake passengers, but also maybe real ones. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Given that this is the same military that used to uh, drop nuclear weapons in the ocean with no regard for anybody on the boats nearby, uh, I guess it's not really that shocking. Well, you can tell that the plans are half-assed. They're just like, can we just bomb the fucking place? And people are like, no, we can't. He's like, all right, fine. Fine, fine. We'll make it more believable. I think one of the plans was to um, hire Cuban, like, mis- uh, I want to say missionaries, but I meant mercenaries, <laughs> to attack Guantanamo Bay and either one has die boring or get sex captured. And one has boring sex in foreign countries. Yeah, right. Well, um, I know that one of the... One of the, the pieces of Operation Northwoods was, uh, this was like one of the main pieces, was they were going to take a CIA plane and they were going to mark it out as a like civilian aircraft, like paint it, put all the markings on it, and turn it into a drone. They were going to load up this civilian aircraft with real people, have it meet up with the drone so that it continued the planned flight path, land the aircraft, take the people off of it, fly it back into the air, meet up with the drone, and then blow it up. And then claim it was a Russian MiG, or a, a Cuban MiG that did it. And it was like, no, maybe we could just leave the passengers on and, like, throw a parachute out. And, like, <laughs> like, Yeah, it always goes from, like, and we'll make sure we save all the people. Or... <laughs> Minimal What's, casualties. The other thing minimal. that's crazy is that America's always had bad luck with drones, uh, uh, you know, up until recently. So in the 1940s, there was a bunker that we thought the Nazis were using. And so we kept trying to blow it up, and we couldn't figure out how to blow the goddamn thing up because we kept seeing trains that the Nazis were sending to it. So their idea was to rig a drone inside of a bomber. But the only way to be able to do that back then was to have a pilot and an engineer who could rig up the drone. So the pilot would fly the plane, the engineer would rig it up, then they would both parachute out, and they would pilot the drone from another plane. And this is actually what killed John F. Kennedy's brother. So this is this is right and here. And then hold on, it gets even better because then it turns out the bunker had been abandoned for like two fucking years, and Hitler was just oh, no. fucking with us and sending supply trains to it. This is the equivalent of taking like uh, the club and sticking it in between like a steering wheel so that it can't move, putting a brick on the on the gas pedal and sending it off a cliff. <laughs> the, cl- <laughs> the club. Wow, do people still use that? Or as or as we like to call it, why the quarries were filled in. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Quincy joke. <laughs> hey, you uh, you need some insurance money? Hey, I got a see, hole. My favorite part uh, of that story, too, is... Uh, I need to get rid of my uh, babysitter. Can somebody help me with this? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my favorite part of the uh, drone story, too... <laughs> you got seaweed on your shoulder. Uh, don't ask questions. <laughs> they thought of getting an actual Russian MiG 
But I guess the engineer said, it'll only take us three months to copy one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be convincing enough. <laughs> All right. So we, we kind of went off on a tangent. The amount of corner cutting on, <laughs> that's some involved the, in military decisions. Yeah, the wacky shit the United States government did. Oh, and by the way, um, they knew for about three months that the radio that would set off the detonation on that plane, on that drone, they knew for about three months that it was haywire and no one wanted to do anything about it. They were like, no, 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 it'll be fine. Put put a future president's brother in the plane and have him fly it. It'll be okay. Yeah, no, it'll be all right. Um, so, yeah, so, the, I mean, so. Wait, is that how we die? Joe uh, Kennedy. Joe Kennedy. Oh, Joe Kennedy. So I thought it was John the other F. one who was like, I'm a great pilot, and then he crashed. That was no, his son. No, that was that his was son. son. Oops. Not, not a lot of luck with planes in that family because Ted Kennedy not also a lot survived of luck a plane with luck crash. in that family. <laughs> <laughs> Barely survived a car crash. That's true. That's true. He's good thing he was a strong swimmer. Yeah, they crash a yeah. lot. They do. We should just keep them in a bubble. <laughs> well, I feel bad he for suggested the one... it, but he decided he wanted to be a man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have Pope mobiles. Thanks, I, JFK. I feel bad for the one who uh, skied into a tree and died. Oh yeah, yes. I forgot Isn't about that him. Sonny Bono. No, there was no, no, a, no, a Kennedy as Dude, well. No, no, there's a Kennedy. Like, oh. like, <laughs> talk about talk about Wiley Coyote deaths. <laughs> With the exception of the two guys who were legit murdered, the rest of them are not good at stuff. Yeah, well, they like are driving, really not good. At like, stuff. like driving or and actually JFK flying, sleeping kinda, with your sleeping with your uh, babysitter. I tag mean. teaming Marilyn Monroe. And, <laughs> actually, JFK survived kind of a wily coyote moment because a Japanese warship cut the boat he was on in half, and he had to swim four miles. You can tell they thought life was a cartoon. You can't just put a brain back in and expect it to work. Oh boy, what's <laughs> cartoon logic for you? What are you scraping it up for? You're just getting your hands dirty. That is garbage. <laughs> this is the worst show ever. Oh man. Well, you there really? goes there goes our invite to Hyannis. All right. So. <laughs> I mean, with with their luck, it'll probably burn down by the time we get. Listen, there. all the things we may have said about the man's watermelon head. <laughs> Fact of the matter is, Operation Northwoods didn't happen because Kennedy turned because, it down. Because JFK was not an insane jackass. No. They brought him the suggestions, and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he did fire everyone involved. Immediately. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. he said no, and then fired them. And they also quite, they were like, I think the president's soft. He's not for killing Americans. Yeah, maybe we should uh, go to a maybe we should go to a book depository. I can't imagine how frustrated he was. He was like, you want to fucking do what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the, the one normal guy in Idiocracy. <laughs> yes. He's like, wait, excuse me? Wait, you want to... Wait, you're 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 putting Gatorade on the. It has electrolytes. <laughs> yeah, right. Brando, it has Brando. electrolytes. Brando. You know, John, you're reacting the same way you did when we came up with the seashell bombs. He's like, <laughs> I need these fucking suggestions like a hole in the head. You've got. <laughs> <laughs> this was also. Johnson was like, I have an idea. <laughs> this Why was also you? this was also at a time when a lot of intelligence people were super heavy dosing on LSD. So I have to imagine that there was five Joint Chiefs of Staff, super fucking high, just like, bro, you're really harshing my buzz. First, you didn't like the seashells and the exploding toilet. Now we can't shoot Cubans. Come on, man. Just be cool about it. Kennedy's sitting there and he's like, will you guys go read a fucking book, kid? He's like, I know a place in Texas where I can get one. (laughs) This is where they fucked up. They shouldn't have been experimenting with LSD. It should have been mushrooms because they would have been like, we're all one person. We shouldn't be fighting anyone, man. (laughs) Acid just makes you see shit. The other one makes you think better. 
This was a real fucked up time in our history. This was a decade of weirdness. Yeah, it was a lot of drugs and cartoon <laughs> fucking plans. Just insane. I kind of kind of wish I lived back then. That'd be pretty cool. I wish I lived back then and I was a part of the government, but not any any of the government that came up with this wacky shit, just like a guy who just got free LSD all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, Satch, uh, here, uh, put this piece of toilet paper on your tongue. And then Why? Come, then it's going to be great. And just come back in two hours and we're yeah. going to talk foreign policy. You're going to love the flaming lips <laughs> after this. <laughs> <laughs> I will say worst moment of my life, um, taking a tab of acid and then realizing my phone wasn't charging and that I needed to go to T-Mobile and get it either fixed or a new phone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I am on limited time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got about 15 minutes before your face starts melting, so hurry up there, kid. Oh, it started kicking in as I was signing the contract. I was like, give me the fucking phone, give me the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be in public. I had snacks at home, goddammit. <laughs> oh, man. We went off on a big tangent. So uh, Operation Northwoods was insane, but let's talk about Gulf of Tonkin. <laughs> where, where is the Gulf of Tonkin? Uh, it's uh, just outside of Vietnam, conveniently adjacent to Vietnam. Oh, okay. And uh, we had some warships there. And um allegedly. I guess, I guess it was a lightning storm. Well, allegedly. we were uh, we were doing things where we were sending South Koreans into North Korea and that boat was coming in to just kind of keep an eye on things. Uh, South Vietnamese into North Vietnam. Oh, right? I keep fucking up my Asian countries. <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same to you, don't they? No, I'm just oh, not good boy. at maps. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's um it's it's a kind of a fun yeah, kind of South Vietnam into story. North Vietnam. Yeah, because in North Vietnam were the uh, the Viet Cong, the, the communists. And we did go in there, and they did shoot at the boat day one. And they were like, all right, we'll fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and we backed off. We don't want to play. And then they literally sent the boat in the next day, and then we got a call that they had been attacked again. And we were like, oh, going to war in Vietnam. And then the, <laughs> the captain called back the next day, and he goes, I'm sorry. My bad. I think we just got a little spooked because there was a heavy storm last night and it sounded like gunfire. <laughs> and our president at the time, Lyndon Johnson, said, shut your fucking mouth. It's famously, <laughs> it the was start, shots. famously the start of all wars is a thunderstorm. And whoopsie. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, I don't see this turning out badly. What I like about Johnson is he probably was like, you shut your fucking mouth. You like a lot of things about Johnson. Uh, we'll get into that the next The man who loved showing his dick. <laughs> he really did. He really did. President Johnson was definitely a piece of shit, but there were some funny things about that man. There's like one, audio of him talking about getting extra room put in his pants. For yeah, his dude. Dick. He used to love swinging that monster around, but he also he had an aquatic car. He had a car that you could drive into a lake. And so what he used to do is he would take foreign dignitaries out for a drive on his compound in Texas, and he had a lake on the compound. And so... As they're talking, he would just drive into the lake. But the foreign dignitaries had no idea that this was an aquatic car, so they would just start freaking the fuck out. And he'd be like, oh, no, we're going to crash. And then he just starts laughing as they drive across the lake. <laughs> that Honestly, sounds like something that I would I would actually be like, I want to be in the back seat for this just to watch. Like, yeah, oh. but I wouldn't want to do it with, like, the ambassador from Germany. Listen, the level of confidence. Oh, no, we're going to drown. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that with Angela Merkel? Like, it's, you know, I mean, I, I, that was not funny. 
Every time, every time I think of Germans, I think of Augustus Gloop from fucking. <laughs> I can't, I can't eat this chocolate. I think of the Germans from Beer Fest every time. <laughs> I remember my first beer. <laughs> Go home and eat your Zimas. Listen, take it from some Zimas people. Smith of ices. Take it from some people with no sense of humor. That was not funny. <laughs> I understand Johnson's like confidence. If I fucking got my boss killed and got his job and no one questioned me, I would I would be like, I'm driving this into the lake. What's if up, If I Michael? had to wrap my dick around my thigh in order not to trip on it, yeah, I'd probably play some pranks. They called him the snake. <laughs> Dude's got an elephant trunk. He and, he and John Hamm have a lot in common. <laughs> Why, they both smoked Luckies? Uh, uh, oh, 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 yeah, the other part. Yeah, right. He's like, his last name is a euphemism for dick. That's probably where it came from, if you think about it. Could be. Might be. The B stood for big. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gulf of Tonkin was also uh, not not necessarily yellow journalism, yeah, just people scared yeah, it of was, no, Yeah, it wasn't exactly a yeah. false flag. More yeah, than like, So it wasn't necessarily a false flag as it was like a... Big misunderstanding. Like a convenient <laughs> misunderstanding. So we had yeah. one false flag in this episode that was actually a false flag. That actually got pulled off. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was Then we had one yeah. that was just bonkers batshit, Wiley Coyote you know Crazy. About, you know what I love about Operation Northwoods, by the way? Nobody nobody would have even known about Operation Northwoods if it wasn't for the fact that all like F JFK's like papers came out and like <laughs> they saw <laughs> they saw his like angry writing on the fucking classified document that was like, This is stupid. <laughs> like, like, You're all fired. <laughs> I feel like if I was president and I had that document, I wouldn't hang on to it. I also know like the confidence level in certain people. Everyone who got fired was probably like, "What the fuck's his problem?" That was a great idea. <laughs> I'm give, I'm out here spitting gold, and you're fired. <laughs> Capital idea, Jones. Capital idea. Oh, because someone doesn't want to shoot refugees. <laughs> America's just a bad place sometimes. We're not good people. Don't get me wrong. I love our country, but we're dickheads a lot of the time. I mean, from used blankets to shooting refugees. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, to uh, the Tuskegee exper- experiment, where we took people who had syphilis and didn't treat them for it, even though there was a cure. Look it up. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't spell that word. Tuskegee? <laughs> or syphilis? Either. Me neither. Uh, There's a lot of I's and P's. I mean, I, Google will fix that Actually, the word, just, like, the word just, cure just slap the keyboard. Get, <laughs> <laughs> Be like, Tusk, and then did you mean Tuskegee? <laughs> so, yes, uh, for those of you at home, you should do some homework. I want you to look up MK Ultra. What if they're in that cars? Uh, do it right now. I don't care if you're driving. I'm kidding. Only at a stoplight. Pull over to the side of the road and just do it during a stoplight. Just keep the phone low because in Massachusetts, the cops will get you now. Yeah, but it's um, they're not Not all these people are in Massachusetts. Oh, for fuck's sake. Just look just up MK Ultra <laughs> Tuskegee Experiment. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Uh, Operation Northwoods. Do not look up the Nakadashi Night. Do not look that up. Do not look up Nakatomi Plaza. Either. What is Nakadashi? <laughs> now Nakadashi. I want to look it up. Nakadashi. Um, <laughs> not with those noises. But I don't want to look it up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, and then there was also uh, a time party. Yeah. Oh, this is not. This is gone. Up, ooh, <laughs> definitely never, never. This has gone from false flag to things I masturbate to. Oh no. no. Uh, so also while you're looking things up, please look up Bailey J. <laughs> <laughs> Best accidental orgasm ever. Okay, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna go on a break. 
We're going to come back and we're going to cover dick news because we know some of you have been waiting for it for a long time. I got I got a couple false flags in the next segment too. All right, we'll start oh, off okay. with all right, false all right, flags. Yeah, so. I didn't know you done your usually you don't do any uh, extracurricular work. No, no, so. I was I was looking up some so I mean it, 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 we'll just get into a little bit of that okay. before dick news. All right, all right, all right, great. The Citizen's Guide to the Supernova. Oh, hi there. Again, it's it's uh, still, Saj, I have partial editing duties this week. So uh, I want to remind you about our Patreon account. Now, I know it seems like ridiculous to give us money for a show you get for free. However, it's not free to make. It actually costs us some money. And we just updated some of our tiers, so you're going to get some cool shit if you give us some money. If you're not comfortable with just giving us money monthly, uh, I, I get it. It's kind of weird. It's kind of like you're my sugar daddy. You can also give us money on Venmo or Cash App. Our goal right now is to film an episode of uh, Maintenance Roundtable slash Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal in a haunted mill down in Rhode Island. But that's going to cost us a little bit of cash. So anything you could give would help us. If you go to my Twitter page at Bastard Profit and click on the link that says all my links, you can find Venmo, Cash App, and Patreon. Whatever you feel most comfortable giving money to, we'll still get you whatever tiers we have on Patreon. Thank you for listening to this commercial and not fast forwarding. I love you. I would give you a hug and a kiss if I could, but uh, given that this is a audio medium, kind of loses something in the translation. Um, I guess I could probably sing Unchained Melody for you if you want, um, but I don't recommend listening to that. You know what? I'm just going to let you go back to the show now. Thank you! The Citizen's Guide to the Supernova. All right. Welcome back to segment three. So uh, originally we were just going to go right into dick news, um, but uh, Maynard didn't want to skip the flo- foreplay this time, so... What you got, man? What's your well, false flag? You said there were. I I I came up with a bunch of them actually. Like that, that Jolly Roger, you know, like the skull and crossbones that like the pirates. Like that that wasn't real. That that was not. Oh, I see what you're driving at. Um, no, 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 no. And then there was the. Remember that movie V for Vendetta, where like the dude from Aliens, where he got like this the thing coming out of his stomach. He was like the leader, like the Hitler guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. There was a huge flag, and that that wasn't real. No, no, that was not real at all. He's uh, you know? he's. I, I know. I think I follow what what happened here. Right, church, wrong, right. pew, buddy. So we, in a sense, we were talking about false flags when um, uh, pirates used to approach ships with a fake flag. Yeah, yeah. From another country, and then they would lower that flag and raise their flag and then attack. And that's that's where the term came from. No, I meant the skull and crossbow. No, no, you're just right, you're yeah. carrying it to a level it doesn't need to go to. What? But like, so, if you go like go to McDonald's, they got like the flag, the McDonald's flag, yep. the flyer under the U.S. one. That's not real. What is your definition of a false flag? Like, it's not like McDonald's isn't a country. It's it's a it's where you okay. eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> it's, you know what? Also, fun He's fact about pirates: wrong. most expensive porno ever made. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great movie, though. So I'll give him. You know, it was worth every penny. You don't usually see CG skeletons in porn. <laughs> it was worth every penny that I didn't pay to masturbate to it. We and actually, they, my friend had a roommate that we, when we came over his apartment, sometimes he would just be watching it in a bathrobe like it was a movie. They would just have it on every once in a while in the living room. In just a bathrobe? Yep. Not worried about uh, collateral damage there? No. I, 
don't sleep on that couch. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, and like that stupid flag at the, at the end of Rocky Four. No, no, no. We, we get it. We get it. We get it. There's no country yeah. called Usher. It, it does not exist. Oh, Usher. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, All right. So. Um, thank you, Maynard. Good I, job. Hey, you know that's what? That's a lot of. Good job. You did some research. Uh, I'm going to give you some claps yeah, for that. time I get credit on this show. Oh, boy. Uh, right. So, moving right along. False flags. You know what? That's do my fault. I didn't explain any, the concept yep. very well. Do we have yeah. any false dick news? No. All this dick news oh, is this, this really. That's called dildo news. Which we've also done a mm, few times. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start out with a good one. Because... Uh, they're all good ones. This is Revenant's favorite section, by the way. So, Revenant, we're dedicating this uh, entire segment to you, buddy. I have a couple friends who really enjoy this. I think I think a lot of people secretly enjoy it, but they just don't want it in the front of the show. Well, we'll see how it is. They Dick's want in the back. it in the back, but, but dicks go in. Yeah, the they front. want they want dicks in the in the back. They want dicks in the back. All right, and that's okay. Okay. Some people like to poop. You guys, uh, earlier this year, I don't know if you heard about this. Slipknot's uh, Slipknot's Corey Taylor blew out his left testicle while singing. Did you guys hear about this? You know, I've always heard that that was a possibility, but I, yeah. I always thought it was like an urban legend. That's what happens when you spend five years doing soft rock. So well, did he, what, did he rupture so, a testicle? Yeah, what song was he singing? So um, Stone Sour is not soft rock. Eh, it's a little so soft. It's softer than Slipknot, but fucking is softer than Slipknot. I, I only think of Look uh, Through Glass when I think of Stone Sour. <laughs> no, they've got other songs. I've heard them. They're pretty good. Roadhog is my favorite, actually, because it's so stupid. <laughs> on purpose. He, they did it on purpose to be stupid. He was actually practicing um, for the European tour, which was... Jesus Christ, I like hate to see him live if that's what happens during <laughs> practice. Practice? Uh, We're talking about practice? He was working on his... Blow my testicle. On, practice? He wrote on... Uh, on Twitter, he wrote, "Working on my 87 Dawkins high notes this morning. Fucked around and blew out a left testicle. Careful <laughs> on reentry, kids." So at least he had a good fucking. <laughs> at least he had a good, uh, well, good spirit about it. I wonder if he was awesome. doing that low metal he, growl and it became a, a high pitched squeak. He added the hashtags "kiss of death." Guys, maybe we should do some st- some Steel Panther covers. What do you think? <laughs> He sings on like three Steel Panther songs, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. Um, so does uh, uh, Chad Kroger. I think we talked about yeah, this once yeah, before. Yeah. It's a good song. I'm sad to admit it because I hate Chad Kroger, but he did a good job on that song. And I guess he was like a really nice guy in the studio too. Apparently, he had just recovered from double knee surgery. Just recovered from double knee surgery, and now he needs single ball surgery. Uh, yeah, how does it like? Was there any medical terms there for yeah, blowing out Yeah, we should look nut? it up How and see that? if we can find you think, out. You think it's like when, when you get like a soprano who fucking sings really high and the glass breaks? Like, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you shattered your testicle. He hit, like, did he just get like torsion? Did he jump up and down and get the twisties? He or, hit like, a, what he happened? Hit a, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got the beans above the franks. I don't know. Right, right. Like, <laughs> like it's not very like, was it a result of his singing or was he just singing and he like, like, Something. I like, wonder if he no actually ruptured it, guys, or if he just like got a hernia. You guys remember the episode of South Park where uh, Jimmy Jimmy sets up the uh, the piano, <laughs> to, or was it like a guitar to blow up in uh, special needs camp? <laughs> Doing the talent show. I think I saw that one. <laughs> and the kid couldn't play the the thing right, so he goes and does it, and the, the guitar blows up. And uh, that's what I imagine here. It's like. He like he hit the right set of notes in the right sequence, and his testicle just blew out. 
See, it's way, a bad mix. It was the brown note. The yeah. way I imagine it is, you ever seen that <laughs> scene? <laughs> we can call it the purple note from now on. You guys ever seen the movie Scanners? Yeah. I want the guy from Wayne's World to describe it, but speak it about Corey, tes- Corey uh, Taylor's testicle. You ever see that scene from Scanners where the guy's head blows up? <laughs> All right, so uh, what's the next dick story? Um, so we had a woman. Wait, what? We had, we had a woman here um, giving some phallic Christmas light displays uh, and getting a limp reaction. <laughs> Please tell me that was the headline. Yeah, women's oh, phallic good. Christmas light display gets limp re- reception. From so is that was that from the Daily Mirror or the Independent? HuffPost. HuffPo. Uh, some people in really Le- gone downhill since Ariana Huffington left. Some people in Lenexa, Kansas, found Shelby Gash's. Oh, <laughs> her name is Shelby yes. Gash. <laughs> oh, Shelby's Gash. I mean, Shelby Gash. Thank you, Huffpo. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> giant glowing dick. A major turnoff. Um, talk about big dick energy. Shelby Gash, 24 year old who lives in Lenexa, Kansas tried to bestow a naughty gift on her neighborhood by creating a huge penis out of 60 feet of white Christmas lights, displaying it on the home's roof. On the roof. I um, love this woman. Oh, my God. Is it Shelby is, single? It is glorious. Can, hold on. Hold on. Glorious. you got to post this on the fucking page. I oh, Kansas, shit. There's probably look a crop dust. Look at the size of this. It's very thin, though. It's a thin member. Well, I mean, listen, we all, we all can't. You see it? That's a fucking glorious dick. I mean, it's it's, a great it's dick. long, but it's thin. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know, you, if she had more lights, maybe she just needed another couple strands. Like yeah, if we were to really scale did. it, if we were to scale it, it'd be like Pringles and Red Bull. Yeah, she should have just yeah. ri- written yeah. the Mary length of a Pringles can, the, the thickness of a Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, there you go, Mary Dickmas. Yeah, uh, she thought it was funny. Um, Gash posted a text message exchange which appeared to be asking permission from someone to go ahead and create the tremendous twinkling tool. Uh, she decided to, to make the giant glowing dick because she felt her neighborhood needed a little perking up. Uh, the neighbors kind of like vibes kind of gone down. It is perky. It's it is. a perky member. Everyone's kind of uptight. I don't know I don't know why people think that giant glowing dicks are are like not okay. I would love no, to have a giant. Hold on though, time out, time out. I think my problem would be going down the street with my four-year-old son, and he's like, Dad, what's wrong with that reindeer? <laughs> and I'm like, that's not a reindeer, son. That's your neighbor's dick on the roof. You know what I mean? Like, how do yeah. I tell my son? Because then he's going to start drawing it on his chalkboard, on his, on, you know, for school assignments, and they're going to think there's something wrong with me, not that my neighbor just got creative and drunk one night, you know? And you can also tell this is Kansas and not Massachusetts because when you perk up a, a neighborhood in Massachusetts, everyone just gets sleepy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, another section I'm going to have to cut out. Good. Wait, Good. Make sure you write that no, down. No. Thank you. Could you imagine? I'm twelve. Could you? It's not a crisis. It's a lifestyle at this point. Could you imagine if she like set this to? If she had set this like as a light display to music, and like (laughs) to the like the 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 dick starts changing colors. Either that or the final countdown. All of a sudden, she's putting veins in there. Like the veins light up at one point, and then 
at the end of the fucking thing, just like come shoots out of it. <laughs> well, as soon as the horns come out for the final countdown is when you get the shoot. Yeah, right. See, right. you gotta have the shoot flash on and on and go like pa ra pa pa. Big, big, ropey jets of of <laughs> Christmas joy. <laughs> I have one gift to give. Pa ra pa pa. I'm not using drumsticks this year. How, but like, yeah, how great would it be? Like, you know, all, all of a the sudden. Not so little drummer boy. And then, you know, you put it to slipknot and you pop a testicle. Oh my God. <laughs> she could have, she could have like the, the, the white lights turn off and red lights turn on just down at the bottom. <laughs> See, now, now they have all those extreme like Christmas light displays down in Providence that actually have like motion to them. Have you seen any of those? No, I don't go down to many sex clubs no. in Providence, well, but thank you for Well, there are people who do life. Christmas lights that are like, they had someone do Gomnam style, but like the lights go on and off so it looks like the actual side I do. Oh, that's thing. pretty awesome. If she had her, that dick in motion, that would be even better. If, okay. like, if she had like a dick and then she just had like a random vagina and it was just like, you know, you see them coming no, her, together. Her name is Gas. She just goes up on the roof spread eagle for the show. Ah. Uh, so anyway, it was up for a total of four days, and Gash took it down. Oh, you know. So here's the thing. That's how every good. If dick I goes lived down. in a more progressive neighborhood where they were just like, "Okay, your kid's drawing dicks. Let your kid draw dicks," it would be fine. But my kid can't even make the gun thing with his finger in his thumb. You know. So you can only imagine what would happen if we started drawing dicks on shit. I'd probably have to take him to fucking therapy. All I, th- all I can think of when I hear like people about like talking about drawing dicks is like that scene in Superbad. Big glorious veiny bastards. I think the big the best example <laughs> of drawing dicks on things is that American Vandal series on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So but hold on, hold on. So I uh, let me provide some context here. I go to pick up my four year old at kin- at um, preschool. And the teacher comes up to me, and she's really concerned. And I'm like, oh, what did he do to you? Like, shit on a kid? Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> she looks like she's I like a that's where your mind went. Is, did, he, <laughs> did he shit? Look, my, my four-year-old is a wild man. It would not surprise me in the least if he, like, just pulled his pants down and took a shit on the floor. I was like, you know what? I didn't have time. <laughs> Established dominance. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is he is big on dominance. He's got an eight-year-old brother, and he beats that kid like a fucking drum. He establishes dominance by dropping his pants to his ankles, squatting on the floor, and staring the teachers in the eyes while he's dropping a deuce. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she comes up to me, and she's... Speaking of pirates. She's extremely concerned. And uh, she's like, okay, um, so I just want to make you aware. I know what I'm aware. teaching. I know what I'm teaching my <laughs> nephew tomorrow. <laughs> she's like, I just want to make you aware. Today, your son um, made a gun symbol with his hands, and then said that he wanted to kill bad guys. And I was like, okay. She's like, so you should talk to him. And I'm like, did you want him to kill good guys? Because <laughs> he, I don't. I mean, is there a bad guy in the classroom? Like. What's the big deal? Like, he's, he's a little kid. Like, when I was four years old, I was doing cops and robbers. I used to have a stick, because my mom wouldn't let me have, like, you know, toy guns. I used to have a stick that would pretend was a rifle. We used to do war games in my backyard. I have, like, 500 G.I. Joe guys with, like, you know, M16s, M60s, all kinds of fucking arsenals and shit. He can't do the finger gun? Are you kidding me? That's going to be his go-to move when he's in high school. And he's like, hey, girls. You know? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, apparently, you can't do the dick thing. I mean, the gun thing, but can you imagine if you drew a dick on something? DSS would be at my house tomorrow. 
So, like, it, it's just insane to me. Yeah. Blows I mean, my I, fucking mind. I just, I can't wait to teach him I'm the captain now. Yeah, I'm going to teach him to say that, too, because if he can't say he's going to shoot bad guys, I at least want him to take over the playground. <laughs> or, like, I, I want to kill bad guys, and they're like, who in your class is the bad guy? Because this has been a problem in schools. <laughs> I don't think anyone's caused too much damage with a drawn dick in a preschool. Luckily so, for me, uh, I think Max is probably the least likely to have that. Maybe problem. in a callback, right? And just in a reversal of fortunes, you know, your son ends up going into school one day and, and like, threatening the teacher. Like, I'm going to cut your dick off and shove it down your mouth. <laughs> like, just shove it down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to episode, what was it, 24? The, Whatever. Uh, the, the, the gym ball, teacher? Yeah, the kickball, the kickball yeah. gym teacher? Yes. All right. You guys ready for the last one? Yeah. Yeah. Wrong way driver. This is a more of the, like, what's in your wallet on this one. Uh, wrong way driver hits cyclists, hides this in her genitals. You guys want to take a guess at what this might be? Math. One of those bells that go on a cycle. <laughs> 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 I have no idea. What's math? This oh, is was yes. Math. There are do not enter signs all over this one. The byline. Uh, Teresa Owens was already in trouble when she allegedly careened her car into a group of cyclists on Fiesta Island in San Diego. San Diego. Friends? Fiesta Island, Does and she had math. Like I don't think party. that she should be criminalized for that. <laughs> when police for found those her, cyclists that turned into Siesta. Listen, Island. it's your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's your own fault. You name an island, Fiesta Island, and you get mad that somebody brought illicit drugs there, you're the problem, not the she person was, who brought the drugs. When the police found her, she was allegedly high on meth, and her stash was stashed in her vagina. Well, she just hit a bunch of cyclists. you got to get high to take the edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she pleaded for her, too. She pleaded not guilty to charges of DUI and with injury <laughs> and... And meth possession so at that's her. That's totally arena. true. She's like, I was not driving while high. I got high after I hit a bunch of people with my car. <laughs> <laughs> it was upsetting. It was to cope. This is a traumatic experience. Uh, Do I have meth? Yes, but I will not be accused of being an irresponsible driver. Oh my god, are you ready for this? <laughs> tell, tell them I'm so sorry. She whispered to her attorney at the hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could just do it yourself. Could you just? Actually. Could you just tell? Just tell them. But I mean, honestly, a little bit. It's kind of everyone's dream when they're stuck behind a bunch of cyclists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to put meth in my vagina? Well, it's part to of it. To hit them. Oh, she, yeah. She, she's like, everybody was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I beeped twice. Look, I don't necessarily have a problem with her hitting cyclists because as somebody who had to drive in Boston a few times, look, just follow the goddamn rules of the road, okay? You, you either get to be a vehicle on the road or you get to go through red lights. You don't get to do both. Uh, so she's being held on $300,000 bail. San Diego police oh, said that... Someone on meth has that kind of yeah. Someone. Uh, so San Diego police said that about 6.30 p.m. Uh, on this Friday, Owens was driving the wrong way and struck about 10 cyclists. Jesus, uh, fucking 10? In the bonus round of Paperboy. Um, <laughs> who are, who are Actually, after the ten cyclists, you heard a high pitched ring, and she got a green mu- she got a green Be- mushroom. Beginning of Carmageddon. one up. Yeah. <laughs> Carmageddon. She, yeah, she hit ten cyclists. The eleventh was free, and uh, it's Grand Theft Auto Fiesta Island. They were six of them were transported to the hospital. Oh, that's sad. And one victim uh, was oh, that's sad. Who's paralyzed that's awful. and remains in critical condition. 
because of the. Uh, well, now it's not nearly as funny. Well, I now thought you need a cop. I thought it was just like one of those. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> son of a bitch. I thought it was like one of those videos where like a guy's on a bicycle. There's like a bunch of people bicycle racing, and when a car like kind of clips him and he falls over. I didn't realize that uh, worse things happened. Well, I mean, only one guy. I mean, one out of ten. That's only like. 10%. I blame you for Jesse's terrible jokes on this because <laughs> you picked one that was not fit for dick news. That's why I said for me being wallet. a dick news. <laughs> dick news uh, should never include a dead person. Well, he's was, not dead. He's paralyzed, right? Is that that's what you said? Owens was reported acting erratically after the crash. She was taken to the well, hospital. She was erra- acting erratically during the crash too. <laughs> she that's was why also she high on meth. <laughs> she was uh, she was taken to the hospital where a nurse found a bag of meth hidden in her vagina. Uh, one of the cyclists released a video. Uh, oh, there's a video. Um, I don't know if I want to watch it. Faces, she faces 12 years. Yeah, watch the uh, video. If can, if I want to see your reaction. Nah, that's right. I, I just couldn't care less. Ooh, <laughs> this is great, though. H- drugs hidden in the dandiest places. Maybe we'll hit this up next episode. Okay, all right. Uh, so that's something to look forward to. So listen, guys, uh, let us know if you don't like dick news in the back. We can put it back in the front if you want. Uh, well, I don't know. We can go Dutch and just put it at the beginning of every segment. If you lick the suction cup, you can stick it in the middle. Oh, wait. <laughs> Shower porn. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Um, please donate to our Patreon, although many of the jokes that we've done probably are going to make you not want to listen to this ever again. And uh, Or make you want to listen more. I guess, Jesse, you got to take it away, bud. <laughs> oh, I just did. <laughs> what, am I supposed to do more offensive things? No, no, no. Just, uh, you know, end the show. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, and we're sorry. <laughs> really sorry this time, too. Yeah. I'm not so sorry. The Citizens Guide to the Supernormal.